Hey everybody, DM Brad here. Thank you for listening to The Fate of Ison, Chapter 3, Episode 24. Let's jump in on what happened in the last episode. Last time, after being transported into the Realm of Death, Marley, Banfor, and Alarin fought a skeletal dragon. When they finally defeated it, its bones began to swirl and spiral in the air, forming a portal to an unknown destination. So the um, the skeleton dragon crumples into a pile of bones for just a moment, but then they all sort of clatter and clamor around a bit, clearly being maneuvered by some some kind of magical force, and they rebuild and you start again. No, <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't they surprise begin, me. <laughs> they begin sw- swirling in the air uh, around in a large spiral. Uh, and the spiral turns faster and faster and faster and then it starts like closing in on itself getting tighter and tighter until a white portal like hole sort of appears in the center and then it just holds like that at the edge of the cliff uh, Bamboo throws a half a brick at it <laughs> Marley... it just disap- the half brick just disappears into the portal Marley uh, grabs Alarin and walks towards Bamfor because it'd be closer to Bamfor right I assume yeah uh, Banfor has his eyes narrowed and is studiously tying a rope to a half a brick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We Marley, Marley grab me. Yeah, just just by the arm, like as in a come along kind of gesture. You know, like not aggressively, just as in a like, alright, we're going this way. She grabs him to try and make him come. Pretty much. I'm giving you a good tug. <laughs> Ellerin comes immediately. Winter, <laughs> no, he's a matter of, of reserve, you know. Um, uh, mm. Bamfor has finished his rope tiery and has uh, and then pitches the half a brick through the portal. Okay, it just goes through the portal and then the rope sort of follows it for a while and then stops. Bamfor pulls the pulls the brick back. Okay, it just pulls back and just comes back to you. By this time, Marley's reached Banfor and just grabs him by the arm as well, so she's trailing both the people, hopefully, and just is marching towards the portal, going, I want to get the fuck out of this fucking cliff! Jesus! Bone dragons! And just, like, walking towards the portal. Uh, um, Banfor leans over and says, Who's Jesus? <laughs> How's he going? Hate it! Curse him! Ellerin looks sideways at Banfor, and then says, "That move, that move you pulled off. I've never seen, I've never seen anything quite like it." Oh, the revive closed my eyes. <laughs> You'll have to um, tell me the story someday of how you ended up um, <clears throat> like that. Like what? Never mind. <laughs> Can't oh. even talk to Hayden on this fucking realm. Where the hell is everybody? Where are we? And is still marching towards the portal how, with the two of them firmly in hand. <laughs> how close is the portal? Uh, it's as close as you guys want it to be. Yeah, it, so it was, Marley's... Where, where the dragon was. Marley's hopefully stepping through it, dragging the two of them behind her, hopefully. Okay, that's up to them. Exactly. Uh, Ellerin, Ellerin yanks free uh, and just watches Marley's next move. Um, Bamfor, also free of Marley... Um, plants a hand squarely in the back of Alarin's, uh, between Alarin's shoulders and gives him a hearty shove uh, towards the portal. Uh, Alarin is shoved through the portal. uh, And uh, performs the same action simultaneously upon Marley. Oh no, Marley's already stepping through. 
like oh, well, just marching through it. So Mally's through. Banfor shoves Alaric in the back through, um, leaving just Banfor standing uh, there. Ossics about in his general person um, and withdraws a small uh, nondescript clay pipe, uh, um, packs it with tobacco, and, and has um, and it's just a, an unhurried smoke. Um, Okay, Banfor is Banfor is staying behind in uh, that uh, rocky plateau area Um, Ellerin and Marley you find yourselves in a just completely empty white expanse there is nothing at all oh my god we're in the matrix (laughs) we're inside a piece of rice Okay, Molly has got her up. arms crossed and her foot tapping and is like, right, I want to talk to whoever's in charge right now. Okay, stepping out of nowhere is a um, a small human girl uh, with blonde hair and pigtails <laughs> and a, um, a, like a lavender sun, like summer dress. And she, yeah, she, as I said, she just sort of appears out of nowhere like she's stepping out of nothing and she sees you and she goes, hey, that was awesome. The way you guys were like, like slash bang and and pew pew, and the dragon was like rah. Uh, anyway, I'm Sorgamul. It's uh, nice to meet you. I'm a big fan. Um, Molly goes, it, holy shit. <laughs> um, outside, Banfor uh, has sort of got his, started getting quite bored, but he's not done with his pipe, so he's just finding uh, interesting rock and just sort of whipping them into the portal. <laughs> Um, yeah, the other two, you can see these rock, these rocks and stuff just appear next to you, coming out of nowhere. And Sorgamul well, steps, steps aside. <laughs> the girl's like, is your friend coming in? Who knows? Sorgamul. You're Sorgamul. She, like, gestures to her form and she's like, yeah, what's your problem? <laughs> not, not the way you're expecting. No, not really the way you're written about it all either. Ugh. See, that's Bedemus. You mortals, you, you take one look at the scary orc-shaped shadow guy and you're like, that must be the death god. No, that, he works for me. Huh. Does Alaran know any of this kind of mythology that's being referenced? Yeah, well, Sorgamul is the god of death, who is one of the main 11 gods that everyone knows about, especially in Stonemore where you've been living lately. They, they worship the god of death like quite a lot because of all the battle and war and everything like that. One of my favourite things about d is finding out that your character is smarter than you. <laughs> um, and, like, they know a whole bunch of shit. Not if you believe in God. For not knowing it, even though, like, you exist. You know? Okay. Uh, but you can also know it if you do your homework. Oh, yeah, but come on. I mean, nerds do homework. Come on. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> and I am a nerd. Uh, Hashtag hot nerd fall. Rubbing his head. <laughs> Did he get hit with a rock? No, he kind of like, uh, and just repeats kind of slowly under his breath, Sorgamil. Yeah? That's me. And so Marley, recovering her manners, goes, I'm sorry, I... Little cross about the whole whisked out of nowhere thing. And she sort of rubs her hand on her leg and then extends it to be like, I'm Marley Craft, you probably know that. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I wouldn't say you whisked it out of nowhere. You returned the heart. Like, you did that on purpose last time. Okay, more more not knowing what was going to happen and not expecting that. 
Ah, well, sorry. I mean, yeah. Adamus could have told you, maybe? I don't know. Ah, it's kind of fine. I guess I guess this is fine. Molly's thinking about all the weirdness that's happened to her over the time. I guess this is fine. So, how's life? Still coming through the portal? Uh, Bamfor is now um, sitting on the edge of the cliff, sort of kicking his feet <laughs> a little bit, like a little girl at the side of a pond. Sort of, I love this. You're he's, just taking it. he's just sort of like leaning back on his arms, just sort of enjoying the breeze. It's 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 a cool and calming breeze. It's been a big day. Uh, you know, Alaren's kind of wandering around this white expanse in a very confused state and turns around and sort of says to Mali, Mali, was it? Can you explain where the hell we are? Well, Sogamol just probably whisked herself into a pocket dimension where she can talk to us about stuff that happens. What? I mean, that happens. That's that's happened before anyway. And then she'll probably put us back when she's finished telling us whatever she's going to tell us. So, Sorgamore, what yeah. is it you're planning on telling us? Um, whatever you want. I, I, I didn't bring you here, really. I mean, you guys returned the heart, which just sort of opened up the gateway to come here and for me to return to the material realm. So, like, I don't have anything to tell you, I guess. Oh, that's cool. Do you have anything to ask me? How many times have I done this before? I don't know. Ten? It's been a while since the last one. Well, I mean, the heart did go missing for a fair while, so I suppose that also makes sense. Marley's just kind of, like, trying to join dots in her head and trying to sound like she knows what she's talking about, even though she's confused so yeah she goes she goes you were way bigger last time you were like like this big like big strong quite intimidating actually speaking of Um, which where's the other guy i'm a bard Uh, this time um he's Uh, i'm a bard this time (laughs) he's coming Uh, i'm sure eventually to pull his, his crossbow back and just kind of fire it not anywhere near sorghumil and marley but just kind of firing it to see like the flight and where it hits if it hits. Yeah, it looks like it just goes until you can't see it anymore. Like wow. it just go it just goes it just it just goes and goes and goes and then you just can't see it. Like it doesn't it doesn't stop, it doesn't hit anything. It's a new personal best. <laughs> That's new PB. I should spit. Uh Bamfor uh steps through the um through the portal, um, obviously mid-sentence to himself, um, saying, "Oh, fucking, it always fucking happens." You know, you try and you try and you try and do something nice, and it just always. Uh, so, yeah, sorry, guys. And um, he starts sort of scraping his boot on the on the portal frame. I stepped in something. Um, like, I don't. I'm not sure. It's, it's oh, it smells horrible. Uh, to, just a oh, for fuck's sake. And then um, he sort of steps out of the portal. Uh, and then it comes back with one boot off, uh, picking at it with a with a little with a little piece of bone that he's pulled off the frame. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, Sorghumul, uh, her face lights up, and she just goes, "There he is! There he is! Hi, hi!" She like, hey, waves at you. She's. I'm like, this is Sorghumul, Bamfor, Sorghumul. Pleasure to meet you. How are you? Good. Are you good? Is this a friend of yours, Marley? I am. I'm. I'm really good now. I mean, I've got access to the material realm now. That's, that's cool. Right. That's good of you. That's good, isn't it? That's good. 
Well, it's good of you. Thank you. Well, thank you. I mean, who's um, is your dad here? Who's going on? What's oh, dear going God. who? Hello. Oh dear, Sorghumol. <laughs> looks at Marley hey, and Ellery. Is your daddy home? <laughs> Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Should she I be looks, asking this question? Oh, no, no. She looks at Marley and Ellerin as if to say, like, can you explain his behaviour? Um, Nobody like can explain that behaviour. <laughs> Ellerin's just shaking his head, still confused uh, by everything that's going on. Ban 4. Ban 4. And Cogs may be turning slowly. The, the god Sorgamol. Yeah, are you named after? That's a weird name for a church. Oh shit. Mhm. Oh. Mhm. That's different. Mhm. Oh. She briefly looks like a little bit off-put or grumpy for just a second, just like a toddler having a tantrum sort of face, and then she goes, "Oh, what? So this doesn't work for you? Well, how about this?" And then she, the girl's body starts like convulsing. Um, like and writhing in agony and then you hear all these like bone snapping yeah. sounds and suddenly her, her arms and legs get like obscenely long and she stands like slender man like 15 feet tall with these huge dangling arms and then her fingers elongate and sharpen into claws at the tips and then the top of her head and her chin both kind of stretch out until her head is like in a surfboard shape and then she bears this like wicked sharp toothed grin and she says is this better uh <laughs> Um, and so Lurin readies his crossbow. Is your dad home? Um, <laughs> wow, that's a thing. Is this a, what's happening? Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Silgamal. Um, Banfor was dropped on his head as a child. I can only assume. Several times they couldn't stop it. Uh, they kept <laughs> on doing it. They used to call it Droppy Head Game. It was, it was the talk of the town. Um. <laughs> Hello, I believe I had your heart in my pants. <laughs> I need to write that down. I believe I had my heart, your heart in my pants. Um, Is... I, I don't know how she would respond to that. She crosses her very, very long arms. <laughs> like a humpy cat. <laughs> and then, then she says... Well, I was going to give you gifts while you were here, but if you are going to be rude, you can just show yourselves back out the portal. Oh, well, have I hurt your I'd like a gift. Oh, Banfor, please. And Molly is literally begging him right now. Preside over the death of billions and a couple of sharp words have got you off. It's been a long time since I've met mortals, and I didn't expect my champion to be so rude. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I mean, you know, you take them as they come. And I, I, you know, none of us can help the way we are made. Unless, you know, certain gods did or did not smile upon them. So, hey, here I is. Take me or leave me. Gods bless this mess. <laughs> you should have seen what he did to that dragon. Yeah. She <laughs> did see what he did to it. that dragon. That was pretty cool, hey. I was pretty impressed, but what? I'm not. I'm not sure I like you. Have you ever seen that before? <laughs> I can honestly say, in millions of years of existence, I've not seen that. No, exactly. <laughs> Who doesn't want to work with a dynamic creator? You know. 
she laughs and then her form slowly shrinks back down to a normal human girl. Hey, there she is. There you go, darling. Have a half a brick. <laughs> she takes it and says, that's such an interesting... You can find death in anything, can't you? Yeah, it's, it's my talent. That's what I do. Um, you know. Me too. Well, obviously. She's like, anyway, um, I don't have any kind of agenda, but while you're here, is there anything you want to know? Oh. Who killed my father? Ellerin, like, pushes, like, into the front of them and gets very serious. Did you say, who killed my father? Who killed my father? Anigo Montoya? (laughs) (laughs) Nope, it was the six-fingered man, but close. Um, I ha- I can't remember the backstory you gave me for Ellerin, so I don't know who killed his father. <laughs> uh, Do Ellerin you... doesn't know who killed his father. Does but, Adam know? Uh, I know that his father was ambushed by some uh, like last outpost kind of people from a village that his father was part of, like a, an army attacking. Okay, yeah, because Sorgamor would definitely know who killed your father. Yeah. Um, and he was brutally murdered. Uh, just looked at my notes. Ellerin's we hero father was brutally murdered one week after retiring from active duty. Oh, <laughs> ouch! Like lethal weapon. So he was he was an art fail <laughs> soldier. No, he was uh, he was in the Icenic army, which was a uh, right. republic. So he was army. murdered probably by someone from Arkvale. Vale. Um, yeah, Sorgamol. Sorgamol. She just. Uh, it, says a random name that means nothing to you and just says that they were like a, a lieutenant of the black and gold the black and gold I suspected as much all these years but now I know Ellerin kind of walks away like he thought it would bring us more closure but hearing the name like Peter Jacobson <laughs> did nothing for him it was Michael Tim Hill Smith <laughs> <laughs> um Marley has some burning questions, but she's waiting. She's trying to be patient. There's a cream for that. Um, she, uh, yeah, she explains. She explains Ellerin's father's situation, and then if there's a gap in conversation after that, then feel free. She just waits expectantly for you to ask whatever you need to know. Because Marley wants to know about how many times the world has ended and if um Gillif has had like much to do with that in the past okay yeah she explains uh 14 times the yeah. surge has come with no wielders and so the um like natural disasters have reshaped the world and brought like brought about a mass extinction mm-hmm. um she says which is good because that's the same as what Gillif said so she knows it's she Gillif wasn't lying she's comparing notes you know, like Marley's comparing notes. Yeah, um, and she explains to you that um, Gillif hasn't actively caused any of those. Sometimes it's just that there aren't wielders available. Like mm. no one can find one in time. And one time, she uh, Gillif killed a wielder. Like days leading up to it by accident. And okay. but other than that, no, Gillif's never been act like directly responsible for um for a surge coming with no wielders okay and top of that wants to know if she knows what's beyond 
and she'd explain the plate the place she went to with the cold wall. Oh uh, yep. Yep. You know? Yep. She wants to know yes. if she knows what's behind that. She says, uh, yes, a long, long time ago. Um, and then she said, uh, I think it's like 16,000 years ago, I think, off the top of my head. Yeah. Um, uh, there used to be gargantuan creatures, um, some of which were dragons. And they were the predominant species on, on the planet of Ison, And they would just, like, murder humanoids left, right and center. And until uh, and that, that went on for like thousands and thousands and well, probably millions of years I'd say until um, a few dragons decided that it was probably a little bit more economical to just let humanoids have their societies and benefit the dragons more so and so of course which led to things like worshipping dragons and things like that and then yeah one of them rose above the others and called itself Cactanar the dragon emperor and it then went on a rampage killing everything until two elf sorcerers who were also wielders got the power of the surge between them and then used their powers to banish everything gargantuan and that's how they created the brute wall which is that giant energy wall Mm -hmm. uh, which is at the bottom of the southern continent of magus and they all the giants and stuff are behind that still alive with their own like as in right now or as in like are they in stasis or are they like living their own little lives yeah Sorgamal doesn't know but she t- she says to you that she can only assume that the need for the wall suggests that something behind there is still a threat yeah that makes sense Probably has the, the wall one... ever come down no the wall has not come down um, but since it was created by combining wielder magic with the blood of the Cactanar the dragon, people have theorized, and Haydet himself has theorized that it might take dragon blood to open it. Oh, Christ. What about dragon bones? She, laugh. a... she laughs and says, well, we've got plenty of those here, but I don't think they're going to have any effect on that. They can't leave this realm. Otherwise, a dragon would have just left one of the Chaos Realms um, centuries ago and done the job for Gilliff. Mally feels a sudden twinge of a person that she doesn't know across the steps. <laughs> As Sasha just feels a cold shudder down her back. Um, oh my god. Okay. Okay. Those are, so, sorry, I'm I'm realizing that's probably kind of boring, but oh, I am so into the lore of the world and I want to know everything. So, yay. I think that's all my questions that I have. Do you say, I think that's all my questions? No, I'm just thinking. And she she's standing there thinking and she's got like the tap lip thing going on as she's trying to decide if she's finished and she asks one more question is um tap still alive yes okay yes your boyfriend your boyfriend is alive he he works as a guide uh leading people back and forward between jack bar and linaris okay um question also over here about tap um has he ever slipped and fallen in his own poos 
<laughs> she laughs because and because she has the 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 look of just a like a young human girl, like a child. She it's this giggle of like he 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 you said poos kind of thing. Um, it's a real joyful, innocent moment. And then she says, "I don't know things like that." Oh. Okay. Her information seems to check out everything she's heard. Marley's heard before. She's you know. Like, I don't think she's lying to us or hiding anything, so... I go, thank you, Sorgamol. I'm sorry to have pestered you with so many questions. There's so much I don't know. Oh, you're welcome. I mean, I'm a god. I kind of... I've been around a long time. I know stuff. I appreciate Um, your time. Oh, if you guys are about to head out, you you want some gifts? Yes. Yes? Only joking, yes. Okay, I got two yeses and a no. I was a joke. Yay. I was joking, please. Okay. Like nothing for you. I feel nothing something now. Nothing for you, Banful. Um, oh, that's not nice. <laughs> um, she oh, says... Oh, question one more. Oh, of course. <laughs> Is Trestle's still alive? Hmm, well, good point. Yeah, Tr- Trestle, your, your friend's still alive. I mean, you only saw him like five days ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. He's just a little fella. You he know? took he took all of those gnomes. They they stayed a couple nights under the mountain, and then a few days ago, they all left in a mass pilgrimage heading north. I think they're going for um, uh, for the eternal forest in Harmonia. I was, I was just afraid like a hawk got him or something. You know, <laughs> they have strength in numbers. Fox, those a gnomes. hawk or a fox or something or two foxes. You know, gnomes are pretty weak on their own, but they have strength in numbers. They're good at the whole community thing. It's pretty cool. Yeah, but, you know, he's not too bright. Did you ever hear about the time he thought he was a postman? <laughs> no, he pretended to be a postman, Benford. No, he, believed, he believed it. He was into it. It took me two days to talk him down from that. You're not a postman, Tris. I had to scream at him in the nights when he woke up, cold sweat, trying to deliver mail into my snoring mouth. I hope he's eating enough apples. <laughs> Molly wonders out loud. Wherever he is. <laughs> I'll tell you who's not eating apples. Your friend, that Lord Grifton guy, is... Mm-hmm. He's up to no good. But, I mean, he's kind of doing work for me, but not for me. I don't know. I like the sound of this Lord Grifton. <laughs> <laughs> you can shut up in the cheap fucking seats. That's what you can do. That's 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 Jules to Adam, not even Marley to Ellerin. <laughs> Um, she uh, she gestures for Banfor to uh, like come over to her come come here come here Banfor comes there (laughs) Um, she says may may I and gestures to the axe sword Um, you may you may okay Cool. So she takes it off you and cuts off your head, and you're dead now. Um, uh, now she's, she sort of examines it in her hands, like like weighs it, um, does a couple quick little maneuvers and things, but it's much too big for her. So she's not really like wielding it um, very uh, uh, professionally. And then she she just mutters under her death, under her death. Hey, appropriate. Freudian slip. Um, she goes, hey, hey, dear. He's, he's done a good job with this. I like it. 
she puts her hand over the middle of it and then it sort of splits into two weapons an axe and a sword and then she shows that to you and then she puts them back together and it's back in one she says you should be able to do that whenever you want now well that's very convenient you know what I kept almost poking myself with the swordy bit because the axey bit is very useful as is the swordy bit but then I kept trying to do like a canoe thing and then <laughs> oh it was, a, it was a nightmare it was a night thank you honestly you saved me an eye um, in the long run so yeah um, and one other thing uh, can you just and she um, does like come here again gesturing for you to like bend down to her level come hither yeah with those okay. come to bed eyes that many children have mm. oh god <laughs> yeah come tuck me in because I'm tired yeah, yes no, thank you Brad she yeah she whispers um, a little incantation in your ear just a few words what do you think so like a, a that will give you uh, a benefit that I'll tell you in, in a moment. So it shouldn't be fuck but just get money. Um, it could be if that's what you make want. Make America great again? No. Um, <laughs> oh. Success for Tyrannus! The moon is a star. Um, what? The moon is a star is what Adam said. I said, I said <laughs> Success for Tyrannus. No. Yes. Six Avatarians, the thing that um, was shouted by um, Abraham Lincoln's murderer? Nope, Julius Caesar's. Yep, it was quoted by Abraham's murderer, um, John Wilkes Booth, when he jumped onto the stage after murdering him. Um, Thus always to tyrants, he shouted. I forgot that Abraham Lincoln, yeah, that you're right. So, oh, by the way, um, uh, Adam, that's called knowing something. Um, just in case you wanted to try. Thanks, Mathletics Genius, who couldn't add up 7 plus 4 or whatever it was before. Well, the thing is that I don't actually base uh, my entire knowledge on uh, on motivational calendars. So, you know. We can, Stop we can stalling for, for while, time! Chilly. little razzle-dazzle. I need a two to three word incantation. I'm sick and tired of I Love Pancakes. Um, what's she talking about, Willis? No, bit silly. Um, do I know what the effect is going to be? Um, okay, I'll tell you what the effect is going to be. So this is going to be a once a day spell that temporarily transforms you into a demon, giving you plus 20 on intimidation. Nice. Feel That's lucky, good. punk. I love it. Um, <laughs> I love Clint Eastwood. I see dead people. Um, uh, something something fun and silly like I smell fear can you smell what the rock is cooking <laughs> can you smell uh, what the half brick is cooking um, it's a brick house no um, <laughs> it's a brick house uh, <laughs> she's mighty uh, mighty uh, <laughs> I think probably just like swiggity swooty. I'm coming for that booty. You no, hundred percent uh, veto that. Um, do I frighten uh, you? Do I make you um, uncomfortable? Colossal squid. No. Um, China what about, uh, what about some, uh, one of New Zealand's better teas? Um, what about adding in some Maori being like Kiakaha? Um, Why don't you say Kiakaha? Ironically, kia kaha. you know. Uh, 
Jerome Chandra has um uh, why can I not think of something as an incantation um, I have literally a said a million <laughs> things that would be fine uh, alright no it's gonna be who's a big boy <laughs> okay. so, so, so she who's whispers a who's a she whis- boy can we <laughs> can we not have it. something I love it. really I love it I love it that's so bad for who's she, a boy you lean down to her and she whispers in your ear the words who's a spooky boy but instead of it just just being words it's sort of this dark magic leaves her ear her mouth and goes into your ear and you just <laughs> you just feel this sh- like shiver go through your whole body you just know that you now have this ability like she doesn't even need to tell you so that when i say i'm a spooky boy i become a spooky boy yeah just for one intimidation check you turn into an actual <laughs> demon I'm a big fan of it. You get plus 20 once a day. Delicious. 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 Um, delicious. I'm into it. She points at Alarin and says, All right. Your turn. Come here. Come here. Also, once a day is often. It's a simple day where I don't have to intimidate anyone. And it's going to be very fun to use this on like a squirrel or like an apple vendor. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Angels are real. You're quite done. You're quite done, Sorry. Ben. I'm excited. I'm getting to be a spooky boy. Shh. Alaran points at himself, like kind of not quite sure of what he's being asked, and then slowly makes his way forward. She produces a bolt for your crossbow, and uh-huh. it is it is jet black. Uh, and then she holds, holds it out, holds it out, yeah. and says, "This this can be used once a day. It will regenerate while you rest." And it does additional two d10 necrotic damage to anything you hit with it. The god yeah. mentions d10s. Well, she doesn't, but I do. Okay, right, that's... <laughs> no, she yeah, tells yeah. you that it will yeah. hit you real hard. The black bolt. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the, the death bolt. arrow. I'm into it. Yeah. So you get the, the death, death arrow. Can I call it the black bolt instead of the death arrow? Isn't black bolt. isn't black bolt a superhero? <laughs> I don't know. I think it. I think that's just what racists no. call who say Bolt. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say Bolt is a superhero dog, and the Black Panther is a superhero. But if you combine the Black Panther and Bolt, then you cool. can get that you were yeah. Panther, yeah. Don't even finish that thought. Um, so Benfor, <laughs> um, your incantation is called the Avatar of Death. By the way, okay, the spooky bull. Yep, aka the spooky boy. Ellerin, um, Ellerin, you just got the death arrow. The black bolt. <laughs> Please don't call it that. Oh I'll call God. it what's the black bolt. Now we're doing racist accents. Who even are we? You be the racist. It's just South African. Not only be South African. I don't think you can be racist. racist towards white South Africans. All right. Well, I think I they waved it like some time ago. No, mainly for his economic policies. <laughs> but you know. Every yang. <laughs> You're quite done. Alright. Um and okay, so Ellen receiving that, what do you do? Uh I kind of gratefully take it and tuck it into my leather um what do you call those like under quivers? A quiver. Yeah. I put it I put it into my quiver and kind of like Quiver. Yeah, just like back away slowly. Like I'm still very confused by this whole thing and how coolly Banfor and Marley like reacted to everything. Like this was like ain't no thing. It feels like a dream to me. Like he thinks this is a dream. 
Yeah, well, like, they've been working towards this. They knew this would happen a while ago. So, but yeah, Alarin was just fighting in the arena, and then this. And then she, uh, Sorghumal points at Marley and just says, I haven't forgotten about you! Marley Marley steps forward and sort of, like, curtsies. Uh, this isn't the royal court, but what ifs? Yeah, it's just ingrained in Marley. <laughs> um, she points at your saxophone. It doesn't say anything. I hold it out towards her. Like, and I'm okay. real protective of it, too. So I'm like... Mm-hmm. Okay, she takes it off you um, and throws it on the floor and stamps on it. Cool, um, yep. No. <laughs> she takes um so i'm having trouble thinking of the names of the different parts of a saxophone so there's the mouthpiece at one end what's the other end called the horn like the outy soundy bit <laughs> <laughs> um it's the same as the i think it's the oh is it the quarter cone i can't think actually um the bell okay the bell um and the bell end end, yep she and she starts waving her hand around like over it as if she's sort of like sprinkling herbs and spices over it gently and then you notice this sort of like dark black energy sort of falls out of her hand into the bell of the saxophone um and then your whole saxophone rusts for like for like a second and then just goes back to like pristine brass okay and then she hands it back to you and then she says that bad boy can really pack a punch now it's not Neat. the black man the, the apple was stolen from <laughs> mechanically speaking once per day so these are all one once per day things uh-huh. um any creature in the field of battle or not in the field of battle if you're feeling nasty has to make a wisdom save mm-hmm. against your safety against your save dc and if it fails two turns from now it takes 80 necrotic damage 80 80 nice but that's that's two turns from now so a lot can happen in two turns yeah so you do it now, it takes your whole turn, and then two turns later, it'll take some more pass. Yeah, so, correct. And that's only it, if it fails. There's nothing if it succeeds. Correct. So it, it. It, you, you hit it with a thing on this turn, 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 and then the effect? Yeah, yeah. after it's had it, or after you've had your next turn. Yeah, I was cool. going to say, and mechanically-wise, that's an action to do so? Yeah. And that's called Song of Doom. Nice. How's it go? That's up to Marley. It's just it's just the Jaws sounds. That's what it sounds like. And, um, oh, actually, sorry, I no, I wrote down the description of how that works in two, I, I wrote it down twice and I read out the wrong one. 
um, it, it it takes two of your turns to do. Two of my so turns it takes, to do. It, it takes this turn, and you have to still be doing it the next turn for it to then work. Cool. So it's an action for both turns? Yes. Interest. Can it? So if she gets interrupted from that... Like I don't know, knocked out, turned around, put in a box, whatever. Yep. Then that sort of would have no effect because she's not playing the song anymore. Yeah, and it also means I can't do any of my bonus actions because all of my bonus actions are somatic, and I would be playing a saxophone. Yep. So I mean, it's 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 a big payoff, but it's a big gamble. Mm. Yeah, and so she gives you that, and then she says, "I've got one." other thing but it's not really for anyone in particular who should I give that to me I'll take it (laughs) let's face it from your interactions with us who do you think is going to take the most care of it she's like well I quite like this dark horse over here and points to Ellerin (laughs) that's fair I would be honoured she she holds out her her empty palm and materializes a small like charcoal grey dagger and then she puts it in Ellerin's hand she tells you that this is something called the Sanguine Gatekeeper oh, the Sanguine's blood isn't it mm-hmm. Royal. bingo bango uh, moon blood um, actually no <laughs> don't, that, that's a different thing she <laughs> <laughs> that was accidental um yeah, so she calls it the Sanguine gate- Gatekeeper, and and you're like, that's blood, right? And she says, uh, yeah, so the way this creepy little thing works is you um, stab yourself with it, or, or anyone you want. I, I'm listening. And you can then draw a portal with blood that can lead to anywhere that the bled person has been in their entire life. Wow, that's cool. Um, but here's the kicker. Mechanically speaking, uh, it takes it costs 1d12 hit points to make a portal and an additional d12 hit points per person who's going to travel through it. So, for example, if Marley made a portal for, three, for the three of you to go through, it would cost her 4d12 hit points. Mm. Okay. I, I hand it back. No. Um, <laughs> so you don't want this? Okay, fine. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Yeah, um, so wait, he, so wait. Sorry, three people cost four because the portal takes one. it to draw it and then each person, so including yourself who drew it. Correct. Okay, got it. It's it to be your own hit points. You can't sort of... Well, if you if you use someone else's blood, you could only travel to somewhere they've been in their, in their life. Yeah, but like, say... Say I, I sort of like did a blood sacrifice of types. Is you that can't possible? Use somebody else's hit points. That's not how it works. <laughs> you only have it, your it, hit points. It, it, it's the elf that I threw into several monsters. You know. Can I give this dagger to other people to use on my behalf, or am I the only one that can use it to draw portals? Anyone can use it. Okay. So Thank uh, you. actually, actually, yeah. Don't let that fall into the wrong hands. Or did or I just do that? Let it fall into somebody else's hands. Don't tell them about the hit points thing. <laughs> you know, 
We could just find <laughs> a really big dude and hope for the best. <laughs> I mean, you guys could oh, use yeah. you could use this very creatively and like to stab an enemy and make a portal to carry 50 people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, number one, Brad, I refuse to be creative. Um, number two, that's what I'm thinking. Like, can we be like, haha? Um, but she does... It, yeah, when you guys start going over different ways you could use it, she does interject that um, it takes one hour to create the portal mm. and can only be one a day. We can tie a dude down. Or lady, obviously. Equal opportunity. Uh, Ellerin takes the dagger and places it in a little leather pouch that he has uh, on the side of his trousers. Yeah, don't cut yourself with that accidentally. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> um, she says, is there anything else you guys want to know while you're here? Yes. Uh, sorry, I've, I've thought of one more. Sorry, it's me again. Um, do you know if Gillif has ever been killed before? Ooh, actually, I asked the same question and support you. Hi. <laughs> oh, she's died. She's died lots of times. Um, she has... She, she's been killed in battle. Uh, her sister's killed her. She's killed her sister. She's been killed by soldiers, wizards, um, those sorcerers that stopped all the dragons. They, I mean, that, she, I mean, Gilith was the Cactanar, the, the dragon emperor at the time, and they, they technically killed Cactanar, so they killed Gilith. Um, yeah, she's been killed lots of times. She's never so... done what she's just done to you and asked someone to kill her, though. That's new. Yeah, so you know about that? So I'm planning oh, on yeah. doing it. What's your opinion on that? Haydets wasn't terribly helpful. Well, I mean, she said to you that she wants to help you bring down the kingdom, uh, the empire. Um, yeah, but she I mean, also she's... said she kind of wants to bring down the brute wall. Yeah, she does. I don't know how she's going to do that without dragon blood. But, but if she I mean, ma- ma- dies... <laughs> And once again, dragons are the dominant force of the world, despite the fact that they're trapped behind the brute wall. Will that mean that she transforms into a dragon because Gilifoys becomes like the dominant species? Probably, yeah. If she, if dragons are back, which I don't think they will be, um, when you know when she dies, she'll get resurrected as a dragon, probably. So then couldn't she, with a wielder, bring down the brute wall with the use of her own blood? Well, she can't. She can't turn into a dragon until dragons have returned. And if they're behind the brute wall, then she can't, because they're not the dominant species. So basically, as long as there's no dragons in Aizen, it's fine if I kill her. Oh, yeah. If, If you kill her, she'll turn. She'll probably come back as a human. If you kill her today. As long as there's no dragon blood in Aizen. Well, dragon blood is all she needs to open the brute wall. No, exactly. You don't need dragons. You just need dragon blood. So is there dragon blood in Aizen? No. I mean, those two those two wielders who made the brute wall, they banished everything with dragon blood, including lots and... Oh, I'm talking millions of innocent uh, dragonborn kobolds. These are all races you've never heard of. Um, they killed a, they, they did a lot of good, but they also killed millions of innocent people. Oh, Jules is trying real hard not to metagame right now. It's really fucking hard. 
before they before they created the brute wall and banished everything behind it, they they had a baby daughter who had uh, dragon's blood, and they actually sent her to a different world. How did they have a baby daughter that had dragon's blood if they didn't have dragon's blood? They had dragon's blood of their own. They got banished behind there too. It was kind of a big sacrifice thing. Oh, it sounds like it was just an excuse for our holiday. Or oh, 16,000 years and counting. That's some holiday. Yeah, look, they haven't done a lick of work since. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, I mean, it does seem pretty safe, says Marley, not Jules. <laughs> just a meta game for listeners so they understand why Jules is so conflicted here. Her other character that she plays, uh, um, Sasha, is that child with the dragon's blood. She's currently the only creature in all of Ison with dragon's blood uh, and she is the key to bring down the brute wall. She doesn't know that though. No, I just got teleported to a strange world that I don't know why I'm there for. Uh, yep. Cool. Awesome. But Marley thinks it's fine. So that's great. Um, Ellerin, you don't know, you didn't know any of this stuff. Is this all like landing He's, he's convinced this is a dream, so he's kind of started to, like, relax and just enjoy it. He doesn't know if it's, like, a lucid dream or, or what, but he's not really paying too much attention to what's going on. He's just kind of going with it. Look, what would happen if I just if I just peed right now? <laughs> he's, thinking, he's thinking about using the dagger. Okay. He's thinking about all the places he's been in his life and where and when he'd like. Well, not when. It's not a time traveling thing, right? It's just a physical place. You use yeah, the dragon and go anywhere, and that's two d twelve of damage to yourself right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I haven't cured you yet. But it's two d twelve. Okay, so the damage is from the person stabbed, or is from the portal yep. drawer? Yep, the bleeder oh, takes all the damage. Fuck. Yeah. So if we had stabbed a fire giant, drawn a port, run away, drawn a portal, and then just chucked a whole fuckload of gnomes through it, <laughs> he's not thinking about that. We would he's have... thinking about like going back to like childhood spots. He's thinking about <laughs> being able to instantly tra- instantly travel to like some of the nice places he's been. But like it's all just running through his head. He's not like reaching for the dagger or anything. All right. Thank you. Did the hip come off sort of as helpful. the things pass through the portal? Pardon? Did the hit points get taken off as the things pass through the portal? Um, no, it's more of an... Or the way I envisage it is more of uh, an intention thing. So, like, you, you make it specifically to be able to transport, say, three people. You also and have to draw like, it for an hour and protect yeah, it, it for an, an hour. hour. So you can't just stab a thing and then run away and then hope that you go unnoticed for an hour. That's not going to happen. Well, you just have to draw it for an hour. You just have to stab a thing, get away with enough time to make a portal over the next however long. Yeah, but in the oh. same place. In so you have to time. be in the same place drawing a portal. If you make a Liaman's tiny hut. Yeah, you could totally do that. That's crazy. Or like, if we still had a no on the crew... Stab the fire giant, run to the roof, <laughs> and then just like be like, "I'm going to send a thousand people through this." But you, where from? You wouldn't be able to get a thousand people through the portal. So your intention, yeah, but your intention doesn't match your resources. So 
I'm pretty sure the portal would know that. Your intention has never matched my resources in my entire <laughs> life, and here I am, wearing a singlet and no pants, you know? <laughs> oh my god, TMI. Anyway, um, we're leaving? Oh god, We're leaving Sorgamal? Are we? That's what I'm asking. Oh, you're asking me. It's not up to me what you're doing. No, I'm asking the other two. Um, Banfor says his goodbyes um, and says, oh, do you want a a little candy? You want a candy? And he sort of uh, pats his pockets and pulls out a finger. uh, (laughs) She takes the finger and she eats it. But she puts a show, like puts on a show of doing a gross thing like jackass or something. Mm. Like, she eats it, but makes it a, an ordeal for your sake. Um, Banfor um, lovingly smiles and pats her on the back and says, you go up big and strong, I'm sure. <laughs> She's like, I knew there was a reason I made you my champion. Is uh, it because I'm fun? Yeah. Yeah. Chaos, eh? I mean, death, obviously, but also chaos, eh? She cringes when you say chaos, and she mm. says, "Ugh, that guy." Come on, buddy, death and chaos, best friends since forever ago, like bricks and faces. You know, <laughs> get them together, magic. <laughs> Will we see you again, Sorgamol? She's like, um, I mean, now that I've, re- you know, returned to full strength to the material realm, um, I mean, I, I can send Bedemus to you a lot easier. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's We true. need to talk to you. Do I just, like, kill a guy and shout into him, or what? What do we do? Um, here's, here's what we can do. Nick, Nick, anytime you use the, the, the gatekeeper, um, just take your chances and see if we meet up in the middle. What's the gatekeeper? The dagger. The, the daggery the dagger. thing. Good, good, good. Molly Molly bows again, curtsies again because she's of the courts and can't help herself. It's like, thank you again, Sorgamore. What is new decays? What decays renews? Ah, she knows. And and, bye, bye. See you guys soon. Maybe I don't know. And then I assume we see a portal, or do we just disappear? The portal you. The portal you came in through, it, it never went away. Okay. Cool. I walk off towards it. Okay. The other two? Also walk off towards it. Yeah, uh, I start following kind of in a dreamlike state. I point out, though, and sort of guide people around um, the couple of shitty boot prints as I came in um, and, and put my boot back on. Okay. Um, so you step through and it, it, there's this big flash of light and when you step out you're not on that rocky plateau you're back in the killing grounds so Banfor and Mali you are in the dark dense forest with with Kaidia Love and with the corpse of Hodge and it's clear that it's only been like half a second since um, you were last here and Ellerin <laughs> and Ellerin you are with a different group uh, in a different part of the killing grounds um, who it looks like they've just all, the group, all three of you have finished fighting a giant spider you and your two companions Yay. <laughs> hooray I just gave you guys the means to completely and utterly break the game 
Yeah, break yeah. I'm, I'm excited about it though because that opens up the entire world. Mm. Well, so, the world uh, that we've okay. visited. So that was Sorghumal, the god of death, feared by many, worshipped by warriors, conquerors, and any with a thirst for battle and blood. She gave our heroes gifts that may or may not break the game entirely, including giving them the means to teleport anywhere they've ever been in their lives, and if they use it creatively enough, to inflict infinite damage on a foe. Oh crap, what have I done? A big thank you to our Patreon supporters, Alex White Robinson, Person Who Wants to Stay Anonymous, Robert Baldino, Irene Cucci, Laura Christine Goodwin, James Blyser, Sir J. Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziegler, Roger Afamata, Sam Malcolm, Kydron Faust, Lauren Flake, and Kai Dearlove. Thank you for helping us make this show. Uh, we appreciate you so much. If any other listeners want to find out how you can support the show, check out the reward tiers over at patreon.com slash fateofison. And don't forget to hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at fateofison or email fateofison at gmail.com or head to the Necropodicon Network Discord server to chat with us in real time. There's a link to that on our website fateofison.com. Remember, we are having a Q&A episode at the end of this chapter, so please chuck us some questions, and we'll answer them on the air. Want to know random facts about the world of Ison? Want to know what Banfor's favourite colour is? Or just want a good recipe for gluten-free chocolate cake? Drop us a line. Okay, bye everyone, thank you so much for listening. See you next time as we get closer to wrapping up chapter 3. you beautiful person you do you like podcasts well that's a stupid question because of course you do hi my name is harley and i'm from the necropoticon network i'm here invading your personal space because i wanted to invite you to come check out our shows oh man we have a whole bunch just like a big old assorted bag of candy type of deal we have true crime comedy ttrpgs of varying kinds movie reviews the list goes on i just don't have enough spit in my mouth for that you can find all these shows and more on our website, necropoticon.com. What are you waiting for? No, seriously, what are you waiting for? You're on your phone, right? Or computer? All you have to do is, well, let you figure it out by yourself. <laughs>